Fear is a weight holding you and your business in a place of uncertainty, confusion, and frustration. Don't listen to the little voices in your head telling you to be all things to all people. It isn't fair to you, and it certainly isn't fair to your audience. Committing to a niche takes an act of bravery and a whole lot of discipline. You will want to push the boundaries of your niche. I know you will, because I've wanted to and have done the same thing. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Does your business have a clearly defined niche? And if not, are you hesitant to declare one? If you are in this camp, I'm guessing your thoughts might include some or all of these ideas. Is this niche too narrow? Will I be leaving opportunity on the table? Will I be giving up potential income? Or how about, my clients need more than what my niche can offer them. If I narrow my scope of work, they will need to look elsewhere for what they believe I should be able to do for them. And prospective clients will skip past me because I don't do it all. And then there's, I've expanded my services to better serve my clients' needs. I can't walk away from that now. If I do that, I'm letting them down. But in all honesty, this additional service does not play to my strengths. When I read these questions or reasons for hesitation, I hear two things. Fear of missing out and giving your clients too much control over your business. Maybe you don't typically think of FOMO as a business problem, but it really is. And the hesitancy to niche down is rooted in fear. If you give in to FOMO, what is going to happen? Confusion. As a business, you lack clarity and consistency and purpose. And the intention of your business is also not clear. You send mixed messages to your clients, your team, and anyone else associated with the business. As StoryBrand's Donald Miller says, when you confuse, you lose. Your business will have inconsistent messaging. The customer experience will be different depending on the person or the moment, and the follow-up or response to requests for help will be poor or negative. This inconsistency is holding your business back. As a result, you as a leader in the business will feel anxiety and stress, which will lead to burnout. And let's not forget to mention that your business will experience lower client satisfaction as a result of the lack of clarity and consistency. The business will remain or become stagnant in regards to growth. The brand identity is diluted due to inconsistent experiences, messages, and inability to deliver on the brand promise. You'll be over-promising and under-delivering. This list could go on and on. None of these sound like the goals for a thriving and growing business. Fear is a weight holding you and your business in a place of uncertainty, confusion, and frustration. I've been in this place. Shiny object syndrome in terms of my service offerings, comparing my business with that of the competition, desperate for the next client or contract to come in. I'm happy to say I've moved away from this place. 
though I would be lying to say that I haven't revisited it a time or two. But how have I done it? Well, for me, the starting point was understanding the purpose of my business. I'd encourage you to think about these questions and listen to episode 97, Defining Success as a Purpose-Led Business. Why are you in business? What do you hope to accomplish? How is what you hope to do bigger than the service you provide? That larger-than-life sense of purpose will keep you motivated and focused on the end goal, making it easier to see the path forward. Yet, the fear of limiting your brand's potential is real, even though it is a false truth. Instead, I encourage you to consider these three counterpoints to the argument that narrowing your niche or focus is risky business. Brands succeed when they become known for something, and a niche represents that something. Think about it this way. If you try to be known for many things, regardless of how connected or related those things may be, you are asking your audience to remember a lot of information. And how well do you remember a lot of details? Sure, some of us are really good at that, but why ask them to work so hard? Having a niche allows you to speak directly and specifically to your audience in a way that is easy for them to remember and identify with. It allows your brand the freedom to be focused, intentional, and clear, as well as become an expert in that niche. Second, a niche positions your brand for repeat business. Your brand will become the go-to and top of mind for the product or service you provide. Again, this clarity makes it easier for your audience to find and remember you and the value you offer to them. They will come back to you and they will be more inclined to recommend your brand when the opportunity comes up. And third, furthering the benefit of top of mind and word of mouth, a niche serves as a halo of expertise, offering credibility that can aid in future expansion, whether that is of services, audience, or both. Now, you might be thinking, is it possible to be too narrow in a niche? It might feel like it, but it would be very difficult to become too narrow. Remember, the goal is for your audience to clearly see you as the best solution they seek. Who would have thought that the golf channel would become a billion-dollar business? I love to play golf, but I am not a fan of watching it on TV. So the idea of a dedicated channel seemed risky to me. But it works because there are people out there who watch, which keeps the advertisers and sponsors supporting the network. There are other benefits to a clearly defined niche. Focusing on a clearly defined niche allows your business to funnel your limited resources, time, human resources, money, energy, toward a unified goal. This creates synergy and a company culture united to accomplish an agreed-upon mission and vision. A niche pushes you to understand your target audience better than you've done before, which results in an advantage over your competition in the market. The better you know your audience and how you serve them makes it more difficult for newcomers to break into the market and challenge your position. Key marketing messages are guided by your niche definition. How many times have you felt like you are starting from scratch with every message you write? The clarity that comes from knowing your niche makes this task much easier. You know the who, what, where, why, when, and how necessary to create a compelling message. 
The only new work necessary is the details to create the engagement. I talked about this extensively in the Encore podcast series released in July. Episodes 93 through 96 are worth listening to if you need help with your marketing messages. The companion worksheets will help you create those niched messages, and I will include a link to those episodes and the worksheets in the show notes. Additionally, I would recommend that you listen to episode 81, What is a Niche and Is It the Same as a Target Audience? When you are specific on your niche, it, alongside your brand purpose, will help make decisions related to new products and services. The niche offers positive boundaries to keep you focused and aligned. You are less likely to add a product or service to your business that doesn't support the needs of your audience or the mission and vision of the business. By staying true to the niche you've defined, your team consistently delivers on the customer experience and service your brand is known for. All interactions with the brand are consistent because it is clearly defined what the business is known for, how it behaves, and what the expectations are. Your audience knows what to expect and appreciates the consistency. Someone once told me the best way to help someone is to be a few steps ahead of them. I'm going to repeat a statement I said earlier in this episode. Fear is a weight holding you and your business in a place of uncertainty, confusion, and frustration. Don't listen to the little voices in your head telling you to be all things to all people. It isn't fair to you, and it certainly isn't fair to your audience. Committing to a niche takes an act of bravery and a whole lot of discipline. You will want to push the boundaries of your niche. I know you will, because I've wanted to and have done the same thing. What was the result? Confusion, frustration, annoyance. And that was just to me. My clients also felt confusion, frustration, and annoyance. And worse, I know I didn't provide them with the best experience or the best expert they needed. The other thing I want you to take from this episode today is that all of this is in your power. It has nothing to do with your competitors or perceived competitors. You and your business are the only ones who can stop letting the fear of a niche hold you back. If you need help defining your niche, I'm a few steps ahead and ready to lend a helpful hand. My marketing director on call service has proven to be an excellent starting point for this discussion. Clarity is the first step on a path to a successful business and brand. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.